The show you love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a great afternoon greeting to you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, your concierge for conversation. And it's the day after Thursday. You know what that means? (laughs) Yes, it is. It's What's on your mind Friday? That's right. It's the time when we kick back a little bit. And normally during the week, we try to stay, uh, keep the phone calls centered upon the topics we're talking about. But on what's on your mind Fridays, we, uh, we open the phones and maybe there are topics that have not been covered you'd like to talk about. Well, Friday's the time. Or if you didn't get to comment on a topic you heard about earlier this week why again uh friday's the time our phone number here 209-551-3483 209-551-3483 on what's on your mind friday and i always like to take an opportunity at least once a week to thank our mike douglas show team mike murray our producer the best producer in the business brenda lapomi our assistant producer call screener and also serves as the director of operations for advancing vibrant communities uh thank you mike thank you brenda for being the team that that helps make this show such a success and that third element is you and we just love your participation here at 209-551-3483 on uh, on the mike douglas show by the way just real quickly. Any of you have Hulu? Hulu was down for two hours last night. Very aggravating. I would like a refund. I We, we have Hulu because where we are, we basically get Channel 3, uh, NBC. We get, nah, kind of, usually we can pull in CBS on 13 and Channel 10 often is breaking up or snow, and that that's pretty much it. So <laughs> I don't want to pay for cable, and even if I did pay for cable, we can't get it because of where we're located. Uh, you can't get cable from the cable companies out here, and even AT&T. Uh, we're too far away from their central transmission spot. Anyway, we're, we're in a bad location, so we have to stream stuff. And we chose Hulu for that. They were down for uh, two hours last night. Very, very aggravating. Again, I'm, I'm wondering if we can get a refund for those two hours. Probably, probably not. Uh, Hulu, very important to uh, the Douglas household. We, uh, I do a lot of my news and commentary checking over Hulu. And my wife, Lori, enjoys a lot of the... Uh, HGTV shows uh, like, uh, what is she? Uh, it's those fix kind of fixer-upper shows. Very intimidating to me because all these guys on there can just, you know, throw framing up and, and, and they, you know, will build a cabinet like in their sleep and do repairs that would take me 10 months to do. Very, very intimidating sometimes and, and reminds me to remain humble. Uh, I, I, I would love to be a better carpenter, better plumber. I'm not too bad at electricity. 
but uh, and not too bad at plumbing, really, but I, I wish I was a better carpenter. Anyway, so she watches shows like, uh, what is it, Property Brothers? Uh, was it the one from Ida? Uh, Boise Boys, uh, Chip and Joanna. Was it Fixer Upper? Is that it, Fixer Upper? And then uh, uh, she, the one she's watching a lot now is Dave and Jenny Mars, Fixer to Fabulous, I think it is. And she also watches uh, David, what's his, Bromstad, is that his last name? Uh, My Lottery Dream Home. Guy cracks me up. He just cracks me up. I mean, I, I just laugh and I, I just enjoy his antics on there. Anyway, all that went the way of the Buffalo last night for two hours when, uh, when Hulu went down. So I, I doubt I will, I will get a refund, uh, but, but you never, you never, never know. So, and, and I learned from you, by the way, during the week, I'm thinking about uh, this week, I learned from Marcy what chatbot was in reference to the State Department of Public Health Technology. And I uh, learned what chatbot is and had no idea. So you see, I often learn, learn from you. And, and uh, I think it was Joe that called in and we, we talked about fascism, which caused me to go back and make sure that I was very accurate in my use of the term. In fact, I have the definition of fascism in front of me every day now. Uh, to remind me to be very accurate about uh, how it's used. All right. Well, we're uh, we're opening it up on what's on your mind Friday at two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Let's go to Debbie from Stanislaus. Debbie, what's on your mind? Hi, Mike. Uh, this is Major. I'm in shock. Thursday, April twenty one, which was yesterday. Did you see the Modesto V headlines? I th- saw the digital version. What, what, which headlines are you referring to? It's the only headlines. The Modesto V. Gray Wall faces DeGraff in a bid for the full status plus District 4 term. This is why he resigned in 24 hours. If you read the whole article, it will give you information that I think you've had, but maybe perhaps didn't take much stock in it. Our governor of the state of California, he put Graywall in that position. It might explain a lot of things, why our county board is messed up and why our city board is messed up. We have problems in Stanislaus, and they've only just begun to get more serious than ever. We just are stouting... How do I say this? We're bragging because we got electric buses for our students. Our enrollment in Stanislaus County is way down. We didn't need any buses. And so what happens is the taxes to the individual people in Stanislaus have to pay for all of that. Every time they get a big idea about doing something, who pays for it? Does the county pay for it? No, you pay for it. The homeowners, the people, the constituents in this Stanislaus County pay for it. Our taxes are out of control. There is no reason that the taxes could have got, should have gone up all these years to the extent they have. They're cheating their constituents. Number two, there is an article, did you read it accidentally or on purpose? It's in the Modesto B2. The date of this article is, I'm getting nervous, I'm sorry. I'm very, very sorry. The date of this article is... Uh, 
Monday, April 11th, 2022. And on this article, it's a sports section on that date. It has a picture of our beautiful, beautiful young man that went to, I, I want to cry right now. He gave up his job as director of athletics in Waterford so he could go to the Ukraine. He gave up his whole career. His picture is on that page with his whole entire article. Waterford athletic director resigns to help efforts in the Ukraine. Did you see that article? Well, not only did I see the article, but uh, he's also often a guest host here on the Mike Douglas Show, Josh Whitfield. And, uh, That's if, correct. Yeah, and last Thursday, uh, if you remember, we were at the uh, American Veterans First Headquarters, and Josh was I there. all of it. And, and uh, Debbie, Josh, I think, is uh, one of the most outstanding young men I know. And he walks his talk— and he's the real deal. There, there's no baloney about this guy. And so I, I share your ad from ad, uh, admiration of Josh Whitfield and, and the sacrifices he's making because of his passion for helping the people in Ukraine. What you might want to do is get a copy of that paper because his picture is on it. Someday, that young man is going to be heralded and given the respect and the dignity that he should be given. When you went to your friend's place and you had that open house and you saw their museum and so on, he's a marvelous human being too. We need to upgrade these things and accolade them, not pass them on as something happened a day or two ago, but really hold them up. Our country is on a cliff. These are the things that we need to bring forward and keep it in our foremost thoughts. That's the only way we're going to get our country back. And this is a fine example. So if you could get a copy of the paper and, and, and get your friends, your acquaintances, acquaintances your, your churches, all of you, get copies of these papers. These are important. They're going to make or break this county. And in the process, they'll make and break make or break California, and subsequently our whole entire country. I know you think I'm overreacting. I wish I were, but I'm not. Well, Debbie, so thank Those are the two <clears throat> articles. Great. Well, th- thanks for your call. And again, uh, I share your admiration of Josh Whitfield. Uh, I will just say I, I am not going to go get the hard copy, copy of the Modesto B. I refuse to pay the outrageous prices uh, that they demand for the hard copy. But I I do look at the digital uh, version, and uh, I did see that article, and uh, I share your admiration of of Josh Whitfield. So, Debbie, thanks for your call on this What's On Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. Another person I admire has to do with real estate. His name is Dan Phipps. Good reasons to sell your house right now. Prices are up, inventory is low, and future interest rates, as you know, very, very uncertain. So with the rapidly changing home prices, do you get worried about leaving money on the table? Well, if do if you do, call the agent I trust, Dan Phipps. His proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours, for full market value, or Dan will sell it for free. 
This uh, selling program he has is designed to maximize your sale price. You're in complete control, and I love these terms. No long-term contracts, no required costly repairs. You pick your move date, and Dan can even find you a new home before you move. In fact, Warren in Modesto had a rental house, and uh, he was ready to take advantage of the hot market and cash out, but he wanted to make sure that he got the highest price possible but he didn't want to inconvenience his tenants or do a lot of fixing up in the house. Tall order, but not a problem for Dan Phipps. Warren says in just days, Dan Phipps sold his home for thousands more than updated houses nearby. So call Dan Phipps. Dan is the man I recommend, and I would hire to sell my own home. He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours, or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-840-6378, or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S.com. And what's on your mind Friday will continue in three minutes. Here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this What's on Your Mind Friday on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thank you so much for for joining us. By the way, uh, <laughs> we had a tornado warning yesterday for a couple of counties, including Stanislaus County. Uh, my understanding is there were a couple of uh, flooded uh, flooded areas uh, within the uh, sound of my voice here on KFIV. And uh, so it was quite a thing. But the other thing that's that's positive is I noticed uh, this morning a note that uh, the latest Sierra storm has uh, boosted snow levels. That's always good news. Uh, apparently, uh, Dateline South Lake Tahoe, over the past 24 hours, forecasters say 17 inches of snow fell in the central Sierra. So that brings the latest Sierra storm uh, total to over 31 inches of fresh powder. The folks at the UC Berkeley Snow Lab say that they're now at about 61% of their normal snow water equivalent for this time of the year, which is an increase of 42% since April 11th. And uh, this is quite amazing. April's uh, this month's snowfall total so far is more than that of November, January, February, and March combined. So that that's all good news. Glad to see that. That snowpack, as you know, very, very important, uh, very important to us. This, uh, of course, and we've been talking about this, uh, the, the decision on Disney. And uh, this morning, uh, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis signed the bill that basically stripped Disney World of its special status. Uh, which gave it basically self-governing rights and a special tax status. And, of course, this was in response to uh, Disney's administrative uh, vow to help repeal the state's parental rights and education law. And so here's, um, 
Here's what Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, had to say about that today. I think that that partnership that developed early on with Walt Disney, I don't think Walt would appreciate what's going on in this company right now. And it's uh, very interesting to me that people are starting to weigh in on this with, with what I think is a very logical approach. And it's the approach that I take with the NFL, Major League Baseball, professional sports, and even college sports now. We, we go to the theater, <clears throat> we go to Disney World, Disneyland, uh, we go to uh, sports games, professional sports or college sports, minor league baseball sports, whatever it might be, to be entertained. I go to entertained, to be entertained. I not don't want to know what the political, socio-political views are are of that particular ball club or that particular entertainment industry. One of the reasons why I basically have quit watching the award shows. Uh, I'm just, um, frankly, I'm, I'm just not interested. By the way, Tony Awards, anybody watch that anymore? Uh, that's for Broadway shows and such. Uh, the Tony Awards, when was that going to be? Uh, June 12th from Radio City Music Hall in New York City. You ever been there? That's a great theater. I love the feel of that theater. I've seen um, a lot of illusion shows there. I've seen the Rockettes uh, there as well. And uh, it's just, it's a place to me that you want to visit during your lifetime. I'm not real intent on visiting New York City these days, but I've been there a lot. Over the years, I've been there professionally uh, with uh, government agencies, and I have been there for a lot of ministry conferences, which were, which were wonderful. But uh, that particular, uh, you know, there are certain sites you just want to go to. You want to go to a Broadway show there. I saw the great Yul Brenner uh, star in The King and I, on Broadway in New York City many, many years ago. One of the highlights of my life. I loved Yul Brenner, just, I think, one of the most outstanding actors uh, in, in American film, American theater, and, and television. Uh, just fantastic. And if, if you remember his signature at the end of, as, as the audience is applauding at the end of the show, uh, Yul Brenner comes out, and everybody waits for this. And he looks at the audience, he waits a couple of beats, and then he throws his hands victoriously up in the air. And the crowd goes, every, we're all up on our feet and we're whistling and, and uh, cheering and applauding. It's just a, a great thing. And having, having been able to be there on Broadway in New York City to see, that was just fantastic. Also, a lot of great uh, uh, magic and illusionists uh, a lot of magicians and illusionists working in New York City, uh, and uh, the dean of the Society of American Magicians, a very, very good friend of mine, George Schindler, is 93 years old and going strong. He is probably one of the brightest men I know, lives in uh, Brooklyn, New York, and I've had the chance to stay at his house uh, quite a few times uh, over the years. So I have a lot of attachments to New York City uh, right now, given the climate there, and I'm not talking about the weather, but given the political climate and such, I have 
no desire to visit there at the moment, but uh, it's a place that I, I, yes, you just have to visit during your lifetime, I think, uh, because it is one of the the great American cities uh, of the past. What it is now, I think a shadow of, uh, of what it used to be. Anyway, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what transpired in the Florida legislature surrounding this decision. And then we'll get a couple of comments about this Disney issue from the former CEO of McDonald's. All that coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. I'll be back. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Local Talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on What's on Your Mind Friday. Our phone number 209 551 3483. Again, uh, Fridays, we kick back a little bit, want to provide you the opportunity to weigh in maybe on some topics you weren't able to call in about during the rest of the week, or maybe you have a topic we haven't looked at. Debbie uh, brought two up to us earlier uh, in the hour today, and uh, if you'd like to bring a topic up that we haven't discussed this week, we welcome that 209-551-3483 on what's on your mind. Friday, 209-551-3483 here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Just, uh, I got very excited and talking about Yul Brenner and being able to see Yul Brenner live in the King and I many, many years ago. And I referenced the Tony Awards and didn't complete the thought. So I'll complete it now. The reason I was bringing the Tony Awards, uh, Tony Awards up in the first place was apparently they have issued a no violence policy in the aftermath of Will Smith giving a slap in the face to Chris Rock at the Oscars. <laughs> uh, the Tony Awards are issuing a strict no violence policy after the Will Smith Oscars slap. And uh, apparently producers are implementing a zero-tolerance policy. That sounds like the airline's zero-tolerance policy. And uh, they're warning attendees, if there's an incident, they'll be removed immediately. You know, it seems like they're treating the entertainment industry folks like a bunch of kindergartners. are are we not all adults? And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you think that's a good thing. If you were in charge of the Tony Awards, I don't know why you'd want to be, but if you were in charge of the Tony Awards, would, would you issue a, a uh, no-violence policy? Seems like that ought to be... I don't know. Did, did you, would you call that violence? It was technically a battery uh, assault is having the capability to do harm to someone and the means uh, battery is actually doing it. So technically had Chris Rock decided to press charges, why Will Smith could have been charged with, with battery. I think Chris Rock handled it. Well, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of Chris Rock, but I admire him for the way that, 
that he handled that. So anyway, uh, if you'll be watching the Tony Awards on June 12th, I won't be. But if if you happen to, then uh, you can be assured you can watch with great satisfaction and relaxation because there will be a, a no tolerance, no violence prohibition there on the uh, on the Tony Awards. I want to go back to uh, our discussion about uh, Florida, uh, the the Disney bill, I guess uh, I would call it. Given uh, Governor Ron DeSantis has signed the bill that basically stripped Disney World of its special status. It's no longer a self-governing body as of, I think it's uh, June sometime, maybe the first uh, week in June. And But what, what I find very interesting, and I, I'd be interested in your, in your comments on this, the, the former president of McDonald's, president-CEO Ed Renzi, has weighed in on all of this. And I, I, think his, I think his statements are right on the money, and I think it reflects my deep-down thing. I am not—I I would love to see Disney succeed. I, I loved Disney growing up. I enjoyed going to Disneyland, lived in the shadow of it, so to speak, in Southern California— they have brilliant, brilliant people working at Disney. And Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot are all testaments to that brilliance. And, and so are many of the Disney films as well. I mean, Disney really made history in terms of the uh, entertainment industry. I like I like what the former president and CEO of McDonald's said about this. Again, his name is Ed Renzi, and he basically said Disney ought to just focus on growing the business. Their policies, practices should be devoted to growing the business, and they should not get involved in social or political engineering. Now, that's, uh, that's a very interesting comment. He said it shouldn't shouldn't be focusing on uh, social or political engineering. What's interesting about this comment about political engineering is that a huge part of Disney's creative mission, and you may well know this, comes under the moniker Imagineering. Imagineering. And here's what Disney's own site says about Imagineering. I'm quoting here from their site. Founded by Walt Disney in 1952, Walt Disney Imagineering is the creative force behind the memorable Disney experiences that connect and inspire across generations and borders. And we are proud our experiences continue to set the bar in an industry Walt's Imagineers pioneered. Second paragraph, Walt Disney Imagineering embodies a world-class design firm premier development company, extraordinary storytelling studio, and cutting-edge innovation lab all rolled into one. Home to an overwhelming breadth of expert talent from around the globe, the site says Imagineers partner closely with colleagues from across the Walt Disney Company to bring the most awe-inspiring new worlds and cherished characters to life. To me, that's what Disney ought to be about. 
And for many, many years, to me, that's what Disney is about. Now, Disney is about social and uh, political engineering, not so much imagineering. So Mr. Renzi, the former president and CEO of McDonald's, also pointed out one of my main tenets of life, and that is choices have consequences, and Disney is going to have to reap what it sown has sown down the line. Here's Mr. Renzi again. Disney, I think, wanted to do some good stuff, but the way they handled it was just awful, and they're paying a, paying a terrific price for that decision, uh, which is going to have consequences for a long time to come. Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. What do you think? Do you agree with Mr. Renzi that Disney ought to just focus on imagineering and growing the business, stay out of the social and political engineering? you agree with that? 209-551-3483, our number here on What's on Your Mind Friday, 209-551-3483. If you, if you delve into the Imagineering process at, at Disney, the, the, the further you dig deep, the, the more impressed I get. Anyway, take the trash cans. What are you talking about, Mike? Bear with me here. The trash can. Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot, could probably be some of the most dirtiest places on earth. Have you been to fairs and other amusement venues where it's dirty, there's trash on the ground, there's uh, food near the on the ground near the concession stands? Typically, Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot are sparkling clean. Now, why is this? Well, one, and let me tell you about the Imagineering, an example of the Imagineering process. The Imagineering folks even talk about the trash cans and what colors they should be, what designs should be on them. This is all. This is all planned. They they just don't go to the hardware store or the big box store and buy trash cans. They create trash receptacles and they are intentionally painted and decorated uh, with with well researched ideas, creative ideas. And and you may know this, Walt Disney, when he was first laying out the plan for Disneyland wanted a place that was clean. And and I think (laughs) he wanted it to be clean in terms of parents being able to bring their children there, but he also wanted it to be literally clean. So it would be free of trash. So so Main Street and all the, the thoroughfares that lead to the various exhibits and such and the rides and the attractions, they would all be clean. Well, so part of the research he did was he visited other locations, and here's what he noticed. People were generally willing to walk no more than about 30 feet to throw away a piece of trash. Anything more than that went on the ground. 
So if you'll notice at Disneyland, Disney World, Epcot, generally the trash receptacles are about 30 feet from each other so that the attendees, the customers, the people who are enjoying the experience have a trash receptacle very near them. Now, let me dig a little bit deeper. I want to be in this I'm metaphorically as well as literally. There's also there are also sensors added to some of these trash cans. And I think this goes back to maybe 2019, 20, maybe 2020. Disney added sensors to some of its trash cans and bathrooms to monitor their use and to alert their custodial people when cleaning was needed. But let me talk about the trash cans a bit more. In, in many locations, apparently, there's an underground network of pipes that connect many of the trash cans to a way of emptying them underground about every 20 minutes. Isn't that fantastic? And you just think about all the research, all the creativity, the, I'll use their word, the imagineering that went into designing and the continual continual design of, of Disneyland and Disney World and Epcot. It's just absolutely amazing. Highly creative highly intelligent people. And that's what makes me so sad that the higher-ups in the Disney administration, I think, are are sending the the company the, the way of the Tyrannosaurus. Uh, I think they're doing great damage to Disney, I'm, I, and I'm sorry to see, see that. Now, I, I don't own any stock in Disney. This is my emotional thing, having some emotional ties to Disney, for many, many years. And uh, I think it was Debbie, our, our previous caller, uh, talked about the other day that uh, she was there for the grand opening of, of Disneyland as well. And so I've got a great history, and I would love to see that Imagineering thrive. But I don't think it's going to thrive as long as the administrative folks at Disney remain so narcissistic in terms of promoting their own political and social agenda. Agendas. Agenda. I I just, I'm sad to see that. Uh, Anyway, just just some thoughts about Disney. And uh, do you agree with, with the former CEO of McDonald's? That Disney ought to just pay attention to growing the company And I would add to that, just stay in the business of Imagineering so we can enjoy entertainment as an escape in a clean and healthy environment that doesn't assault our senses nor our worldview. Let's see what you think about that. 209-551-3483. Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Father, preacher, friend, it's the conversation you've missed. 
The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show. Mike Douglas here as your concierge for conversation. Here on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. Uh, before uh, we leave the whole uh, issue of, of Disney and and such, the, <laughs> the preamble to the signing of uh, that, that bill that basically uh, takes uh, Disney World out of being its own governmental entity, so to speak, uh, there, there was a little disruption there in the Florida legislature. I think this was on the 21st uh, yesterday. So uh, apparently, uh, Democrats in the Florida House of Representatives started to create a, bi- a big disturbance. And uh, apparently, it was uh, in the midst of taking these votes. Now, I'll, I'll play you a little bit of that in, in just a, a couple of moments. But uh, again, this this was... <laughs> This was happening uh, yesterday. We'll talk about it in just a moment. I want to go to the phones because it is what's on your mind Friday. And uh, we want to talk to uh, John in Brentwood. John, what's on your mind today? Mike, you're 100% right, and so is the CEO, the former CEO of McDonald's. It, no matter what side of the aisle your company is on, just sell your stuff. Don't get political. It, the list of companies destroyed or or paid big prices because they couldn't keep their mouth shut is so long. You got my pillow, you got Disney. Now you got Starbucks, you had Coca-Cola. There was Chick-fil-A regardless of whether you believe in abortion or gay marriage or what all that, whatever you believe in, believe in it, but don't put your company out there as, as a, as a spokesperson for that, because you're going to piss either one side of the aisle or the other off. And, and, you know, and there's certain people, like, I love Ted Nugent, but he's pretty much destroyed his whole career because of his political views. You know, he's, he's you know, done the playing like little bars and stuff because people just don't want to see him anymore. It's like, just sell your wares, make your money, and keep your mouth shut when it comes to politics. I don't care what your views are. Yeah, John, I, I think there's a lot of wisdom to that. I, I would love to... Uh, go to a, a sports event and not have to put up with the political stuff. Uh, I would love to go even, I, I'm not much watching award shows or anything, but I might tune in to the Oscars or something, but I know what's going to happen. I'm going to tune in there and I'm going to get a steady dose of uh, their political regurgitation and I, I, I agree with you, a lot of these companies. And what I don't understand, John, maybe you have a, a thought on this. Why would the higher-ups in these companies, the owners, the boards, the CEOs, the presidents, why do they put their companies at risk in order to promote their own ideologies? Does that, does that make any sense to you at all? None whatsoever. I, I think they just can't keep their mouth shut. It's like, you know, it's anti-Trump or anti-this, or if you're if you're against abortion, fine, be against abortion, but don't come out and put your company out there. Because, like I said, Disney is, is a wonderful company. It's a wonderful place. The CEO is a piece of you-know-what. That woman, she needs to go, and she needs to just be quiet. But, I mean, and like you're talking about being clean and stuff, Disney's a wonderful place to go. It's clean. Clean. There's never garbage on the ground. The people that work there are so friendly. 
They've, they've got people walking around with little dustpans and brooms all over the place, sweeping up the little bit of garbage that hits the ground. And not only are you putting the company in danger, but there, I'm sure there's hundreds of people that work for Disney that do not agree with the CEO that are now kind of lumped together with this thing because that's where they work. And it's, it's just not worth it in the long run. It's just, they're losing their tax-exempt status. They've they got protests going on. Why would you even do I just I don't understand it. I, I don't get it, any of it. it. Like I said, and the other side of the aisle would be the My Pillow guy. I understand he was a Trump guy, and then he came out. Just sell your pillows. You're making all that money. Now he's, like, discounting everything because he's trying to sell stuff. And just sell your stuff. You want to, if you want to be political, don't be political for your company. It's just, it's just common sense. Yeah, John, I, I agree with you. Uh, John, thanks so much for the call. And, and by the way, have a great weekend. John, appreciate, uh, appreciate you, too, you winning. All right. Thank you much. Uh, the, I, I agree with John. You know, Disneyland, and I've been to Disney World a couple of times, but grew up at Disneyland again. I would love to see Disney succeed, but not when the president, CEO, and, and the higher-ups are assaulting my worldviews. You know, as, as John just said, it doesn't make sense why these companies that, that should be making a profit for their shareholders or for themselves, why would they put their companies at risk to promote their, their own agendas? It, it just uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe they're so big, maybe they're so rich that they don't care. And that in their little bubble, they are so secure or maybe they're so isolated that they don't care what the consequences are. I don't know. I I don't understand that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Florida legislature. Florida legislature coming up in five minutes after the top of the hour. News, weather, and traffic here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. show you love with even more local news and more local reaction the mike douglas show now weekdays from three till five on power talk 1360 kfiv and welcome to our number two of the mike douglas show on the day after thursday what does that mean it means it's what's on your mind friday here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv it's uh, friday's the day when we Uh, kick back a little bit. It's the day where we invite you to call. And if we didn't cover a topic you'd like to talk about during the rest of the week, why now's the time to bring it up. Uh, Or if you didn't get a chance to uh, call on a topic that was of interest to you earlier in the week, why today's the day to call. Again, our number here, 209-551-3483, And we'll go to the phones in, uh, in a couple of minutes. Before we do that, I wanted to finish the thought about uh, the whole issue of the Florida legislature uh, passing a bill basically stripping uh, Disney World and Epcot of of their uh, ability that they've had for decades to basically govern themselves. And a very interesting deal. I don't know if that deal has been cut anywhere else in the country with any other venue. Uh, I don't think so, but I don't know that for a fact. But anyway, leading up to that vote, there was uh, 
There a little dust up in the in the Florida legislature. Uh, apparently, Democrats in the Florida House of Representatives could be heard yelling and shrieking after lawmakers voted to remove Disney's special tax status. Again, that privilege they've had for some what fifty five years. So here here's what transpired. Uh, after the passage of the Disney-related bill, and they were uh, whoever was chairing uh, the legislature was trying to move on to the next bill. Here, here's how the Democrats responded. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. Isn't isn't that amazing? So the disruption continued from the Democrats in the room. And finally, there is a vote that's taken amidst all of that noisy disruption. And uh, as you listen to this, listen to the shriek uh, near the end of the, uh, of the clip here of, of the vote. Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor, say aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill. Show if motion passes. We will now proceed to call the previous question. Holy smoke! I mean, these are these are elected officials acting that way. Good night. I'm uh, well. There you go. It's the state we're in, I guess. Well, it's not the state we're in. We're in California. There in Florida. It is, however, the state here on AM 1360 KFIV today. It's What's on Your Mind Friday on the Mike Douglas Show, area code 209 551 3483. Let's go to the phones and find out what's on the mind of Mike from Manteca. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, I was just listening to the conversation about Disney taking a political position. And I guess, you know, as corporations or even as people in general, we kind of are forced in today's world to kind of take a political position. And then, of course, that, you know, like me, I share the same view as the couple of callers that I were listening to and and you as well in that Yes, I believe from a conservative view that they have taken the wrong position and that it could it could potentially hurt the company uh, revenue wise and all that. But they're a, they're an entertainment company. And I just wanted to call in and kind of play devil's advocate a little bit and get your opinion on it. What if they're right? Uh, what if they the position that they've taken is actually going to grow the company and take the correct side of it because they are an entertainment company because they are building a fantasy land and the clientele that they're trying to attract are actually the people that they want involved in Disney and working at Disney and going to Disney 
and spending money with Disney. Just uh, kind of a thought that popped into my head about that. Yeah, that's some good thinking, Mike. That's a very interesting perspective. So my, Mike is saying, all right, uh, so what if the position they have taken against the decision by the Florida legislature, what if, what if that does grow their company? company? Then, then maybe this was a wise call. Uh, I, I see your point there, Mike. I think my reaction to that is whatever position you take socially or politically, uh, you're going to alienate part of your potential customer base. And I think that's probably what uh, the CEO of uh, McDonald's was saying. And I think that's where I'm landing. Uh, and and I, I go back, I, I think it was, was it John that called a, a couple of minutes ago on this? Uh, it, it doesn't matter whether you're, to me, to me, it doesn't matter whether they're promoting a, a conservative viewpoint or a progressive viewpoint. I don't want to deal with their politics and their social engineering. I just want to go and have fun. And part of having fun, whether you're going to a a film, to me, whether I'm going to a I'll put it in in my own terms, whether I'm going to a film, a movie, uh, whether I'm going to an amusement park, whether I'm going to a a sports event that I'm, I'm paying for, I'm partially going there as an escape, right? I just want to leave the worries of the world behind, enjoy the event, enjoy the park, uh, enjoy the film. Well, depending on what kind of film it is, but generally for me, enjoy the film, get immersed in it. And I really don't want to know what to me, it, it spoils it either way, whatever perspective it is. So I, I suppose, Mike, that's my response to it. Uh, e- even if they're right and it would grow the company, you're still going to isolate a lot of that customer base that uh, that you might have had had you not taken those uh, those positions. So uh, good, good thought. That's my response. Uh, I'll give you the last word. Yeah, having said that, though, uh, and we're probably around the same age and we're probably from a generation and we probably have conservative views, although I think when I was younger, I probably didn't have the same views and may look at it differently now because of the part of my life that I'm in right now. But I know some people that are in Disney and it's a it's a place for young people. And, you know, I have I have young people that are my kids and. They have different views on them, and we always could probably potentially get in an argument about politics if we even bring it up. So it, 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 there, there's a different way of thinking, and the clientele at Disney uh, probably taking it into the future has that view, and that's kind of just where I was going with that that thought. You know, it's a, it's a, 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 we're not I'm not going to go to Disney this late in my life and spend a lot of money and get a seasonal pass but i know that my son will and i know his family will and and their views are very different than mine because of where they are in their lives so disney may be on the right track that's all i was thinking interesting thought so do you think possibly that this is calculated uh that this is a calculated because Uh, well 
d- you know, in in order to. Okay, uh, you were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. The Imagineering. The Imagineering goes into everything that Disney does. So the Imagineering on social issues is there. There's mm. a think tank of people there that are looking at this, you know, very closely because they're that type of company. Uh, it's in their mission statement, you know. So they're they're looking at every part of what they want to get involved in and in what position they want to take on everything right down to the sensors and the trash cans. You know, it's the same idea. My great, great thinking. In fact, uh, see my, my, my brain is already headed into the weekend. You're, you're forcing me to put my synapses into high gear here. Uh, so I'm going to have to go back to the coffee mug here and, and take another dose of coffee. Mike, great thinking, man. Thanks for the call. Mike from Manteca. Have a great weekend, Mike. No problem. All right. Thanks for logging in. Yeah, you... Yeah, it's a, it's a interesting points there from Mike from Manteca. I love you guys. I really do. Uh, the the in, intelligence and, and the ability that you have to frame your arguments well, just love this kind of discourse with you. Our phone number here, 209-551-3483 on What's On Your Mind Friday. We'll continue with the Mike Douglas Show in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. Beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this What's On Your Mind Friday. Mike Douglas here as your concierge for conversation. And uh, some great conversations we've had thus far today here on this particular Friday. And I thank you very much for that. Again, this is What's On Your Mind Friday. Our phone number 209-551-3483. And uh, let's go to Riverbank, known around the world as the City of Action. Let's find out what Kelly has to say. Hi, Kelly. Welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Thanks a lot for uh, taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, I haven't had time to call in on your show, but today I had to. I'm I'm a huge Disney fan. fan. My husband and I have been going to Disneyland since we were kids back in the 60s. And um, we finally, this year, um, went back after two years and um, because it had been closed down. And when they were requiring masks, we didn't want to go. So we finally went a couple months ago. And first of all, it was extremely disappointing. Um, the people there were super nice, but the park was dirty perpetually. There wasn't as many cast members there as usual. And the rides kept breaking down every time we wanted to get on them. So it was basically um, $700 worth of tickets. And the second day, we ended up leaving after a couple of hours because it was just a waste of time to be there. And then when they endorsed this whole um, wanting to step into the political arena with the uh, goings on in Florida that you've been discussing, um, to me, it seems like a really bad idea. There's a couple of reasons why. The first idea is that, you know, very few of uh, the the world's population are of the um, LGBT alphabet soup, whatever they call themselves, um, bent. Okay, so it's a small it's a small percentage, maybe three percent, something like that, three, four percent. Let's say that 10 percent of the world's population are gay, whatever, gay, homosexual, whatever they want to call themselves. Okay, so 10 percent. 
let's say that there's 40% of the population that either support the agenda or just passively don't give a rat's body whether or not it goes through or not. They just don't care. They're apathetic. Okay, so they take a stance and they want to not only endorse this agenda, but they want to start putting pressure on legislatures to um, start basically endorsing things that go with this agenda, which is what Disney has done. All right, so now you've alienated, let's say at, at a minimum you're alienating 60% of the population, okay? Let's say that only 40% of the population has been alienated. So we're really giving them a lot of leeway here. You have still stabbed yourself in the back because even if it's the younger people that are okay with this stuff, here's the bottom line. You are still actively endorsing something that is contributing to the fall of our society. That is the bottom line. I remember a pastor when I uh, first got saved back in the 80s. One of the first things that I um, heard him say in a message when he was pre- preaching out of Romans book, um, first chapter of Romans, excuse me. And basically it was that um, with regard to homosexuality, that that is the judgment. And if you read chapter one of Romans, you'll understand what that means. When a society endorses supports and and really um, contributes to, you know, uh, endorsing and accepting this lifestyle, it, the de- it, it's in the works. It's going down. And ever since the state of California has uh, made it legal to be married, gays to be married, look at what has happened to the state. I mean, even look what's happened to it since they uh, legalized marijuana. I mean, every time we give in to these things and start um, not only endorsing them, but actively lifting them up and accepting it and saying, oh, it's okay, the, the, the society starts to go down even further. Now, um, I love all people, whether they're um, homosexual, gay, lesbian, transvestite, I love them. I love them, and I want to share the gospel of Christ with them. But I do not endorse or accept their lifestyle. I accept them as human beings who need a savior, but I do not accept their lifestyle. Disney stepped into it. They stepped into it big time. We are, we are done with Disney, everything. Nothing new will be purchased from Disneyland. We will never set foot on Disneyland's property ever again. It's over. In fact, my collection of Disneyland shirts, I'm really, really debating whether or not I should even wear them anymore because I don't want to be seen as endorsing that because it's become such a political hot button now that even if you wear it, you're seen as endorsing it. And I don't even want to go there. I don't even want to have the, I don't want to be a stumbling block, and I don't even want to give the inkling that I am supporting that. So that's my perspective. Um, people yeah, and, can take it any way they want. The person who was on before me, you know, I'm not a pacifist at all. I mean, I, I am not uh, lukewarm. It's, it's hot or cold. And I don't think you can, you know, try to appease everybody and be a pacifist and say, oh, it's okay. You know, some people, you know, the younger generation, they like this stuff and all that. You know what? That's wrong. It's a cop-out and it's a sellout. Let's let's be serious about this, people. Stand up for what is right. Well, I, I think, Kelly, lukewarm and Kelly I'm, I'm, I'm bumping the clock just a little bit, so forgive me for interrupting you. I, I want to make sure we get this comment in. I'm done with it. No, 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 this is fine. I think uh, what you represent is what I was talking about a couple of minutes ago, and that is there's a, a large portion of the population that I feel that Disney may be alienating in this. And I'm just, and, and I'm going to take my pastor's hat off for a minute and just look at the economics of it. 
I don't understand, unless Mike is right, the previous caller, that they're intentionally wanting to carve out certain people and have them not attend. Um, I, I don't understand the the idea behind purposefully alienating a lot of your uh, potential customer base. Uh, the other thing I want to react to very quickly is I, I'm very sorry to hear from you that your experience was that the streets weren't as clean as they used to be, that the rides were broken. It sounds to me, uh, Kelly, like maybe something's breaking down in the upper echelons of Disney as a corporation. And the dotting of the I's, the crossing of the T's, uh, attending to the details of things aren't being taken care of uh, as they as they used to be. Kelly, thanks for the call. Really appreciate this on uh, this What's on Your Mind Friday. And uh, Kelly, Kelly saying, look, they're, they're alienating me. And plus, her her comments that she attended uh, Disneyland not too long ago and had to lay down a couple of hundred dollars and they left early, uh, you know, because of a couple of things, uh, in, including the fact that it, it wasn't clean. I mean, that's what always struck me about Disneyland. It was clean. And she said it wasn't when they were attending. And the rides were breaking down. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm wondering if they maybe are giving more attention to sociopolitical issues instead of giving attention to those details that made Disney what it is or what it was over the years. In about five minutes, I want to talk to you about an interesting op-ed piece in the Sacramento Bee about the Sacramento Bee complaining that some Republicans won't come and interview with their editorial board. I'll give you some details on that and get your reaction coming up in five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Local Talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show on this What's on Your Mind Friday. Our phone number 209-551-3483. And we'll get back to the phones in just a second to find out what's on your mind. I I want to uh, just provide a, a few more thoughts in the aftermath of Kelly's call. Kelly from... Riverbank. Kelly was focusing on issues of morality. And and Kelly, I, I want to come back and just say I think it is very important that we stand firm on what we believe to be true uh, regarding morality, regarding our worldview, uh, that it, it's very important to stand in the light of truth. And we don't have to be in your face about it, but I, I do believe we have to stand firm on it. And then based upon that, make whatever decisions we need to make. Personally, we need th- we the, the decisions we need to think uh, we need to make based upon our worldview. And uh, so uh, when, when we talk about morality, I'm thinking back uh, to Disney movies, uh, Disneyland. I'm thinking back to the approach that Walt Disney took, uh, you know, in the 50s and, and the 60s. And uh, in th- there were often 
it wasn't preachy, but there were often moral undertones. There were issues of redemption in, in many of the uh, films, whether animated or or uh, or live uh, people, live actors, and and generally the the good guys won, and the bad guys, so to speak, or the bad gals. I'll not be sexist here. Guys or gals. Uh, they often had a chance to redeem themselves. And so I think that it was very important. I don't notice that we have that focus so much anymore. And then uh, thinking about morals in, in general, they are the foundation, I believe, of a healthy home. And that then helps create healthy neighborhoods, healthy communities, healthy cities, healthy counties, healthy states, and a healthy nation. But it all comes back to the foundation of a healthy moral home that has a worldview that is consistent with the founding of the country. Now you're saying, well, you're saying it's a Christian nation. No, uh, it's a nation containing a lot of Christians. Uh, and and as a pastor, uh, I I am an, an example, I hope, a decent example of what it means to be a follower of Christ. That doesn't mean I demean those who are not. I'm hoping that what I do, what I say, will in some way reflect the nature of God to others so that they will be attracted to him. But I understand there are other viewpoints, and I give people grace in terms of offering those uh, those other viewpoints. But I'm coming back to the whole issue here that I think it is very important that beginning in our homes, we stand firm on what we believe to be truth in terms of our worldviews and the morality that goes along with it. I think that whole issue of morals and uh, redemption, even for the villains, uh, w- was something that was often part of uh, of the Disney equation. I'm not sure it is anymore. Anyway, you wanted to get off that off my chest there for a couple of minutes. Let's go back to the phones. You heard what's on my mind. Let's find out what's on your mind. 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Loretta from Modesto, what's on your mind today? Well, tax bills is what I'd like to speak of. If there's other people in town who've tried to pay their taxes, for instance, and they've uh, have other things that have been put onto their taxes without them knowing about it, please try and get some help from someone for us. I know I'm not the only one, but it was definitely done when I tried to get a roof put on my garage. I got three bids on it. All three of them were less than $4,000. However, the one I chose was not in Modesto. And in getting them... They started billing me back in 2016 for the close to 4000 every year since then. So this year I did not pay my taxes. And since I didn't pay my taxes, or since I didn't pay that roofing again, I was not allowed to pay my taxes. So to me, this is people trying to take our homes in some manner. I hope not, but that's exactly the way it sounds. Sounds, Loretta, like like you need an advocate. Go ahead. 
Sounds like you need an advocate uh, to uh, to help you through that. So l- let me see if I've, I've got this straight. Uh, you had a roof put on your home several years ago, and then you were talking about taxes and not paying the taxes. How did the two—was the roof uh, part of a, a, a grant or a social program, or was that out, out oh, of your own you- pocket? What it actually was put on is the HUD program. Okay, I knew I gotcha. nothing about HUD. So okay. that's exactly what it is. The HUD gotcha. program did it. I got you. Loretta, HUD- th- th- thank you for the call. Oh, yeah. And you, you help, thank you for helping me understand that uh, a little bit further. Uh, anytime, my friends, <laughs> believe me, at Advancing Vibrant Communities, we work with a, a lot of folks. And again, our... Our mission is to provide volunteer uh, services and goods for people in need. And they are volunteer. And sometimes people think, well, you know, they ought to respond like today because they're like paid contractors. No, uh, we have we have volunteers. And so when the volunteer can get out there and and sacrifice their time, that's when we do this. And so that's we, what we've been doing for 20 years is, uh, is marrying up, so to speak, volunteers, um, primarily from the faith-based community with opportunities to serve the needs of individuals in the city. In that process, I've worked with a lot of different government agencies. And uh, as, as Loretta was talking about uh, being part of the HUD program and uh, having a roof put on her home, my friends, especially for seniors, I recommend that in, in cases like this, and I'm not saying, Loretta, that this is your solution. I'm being very general here because I don't have all the details. But there are great agencies, like in Stanislaus County, uh, we have a wonderful uh, county agency that deals with seniors, uh, senior abuse, uh, the Area Agency on Aging. There are tremendous resources uh, with the county that can help and be an advocate because anytime you try to navigate a governmental system, especially if it involves the state or the feds or federal money through the state or state money through the county, what, whatever it might be, you do. And I, I empathize, Loretta. It gets tough. Uh, I even had just just recently give you an idea of where I am at life. I, I had to be part of uh, getting into the Medicare system. Now I'm a pretty intelligent person, and my wife is a nurse practitioner and much more intelligent than I am, I think. And we had to get some help to understand how to unravel all of that. I think government programs sometimes are intentionally very convoluted. And so, uh, Loretta, I I would agree that uh, you do need some help in in navigating that process. Uh, This is What's on Your Mind Friday on the Mike Douglas Show, area code 209-551. 3483. Want to talk a bit about the Sacramento Bee complaining that Republican candidates aren't coming to their invitation to talk to their editorial board. Well, we'll get your thoughts as to why. Talk a little bit about why the Sacramento Bee is complaining about it. And we'll unravel all of that coming up in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Welcome to the Small Business Voice with Justin Duncan and Liberty Santiago on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We're heading into the weekend. Sounds like one of the weekend shows anxious to get there already. By the way, there is a great lineup of shows on on Saturdays, and I I hope you take advantage of uh, listening to many of them. Uh, It begins with Hometown Heroes, I think, at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. And uh, just a fine lineup of shows. Shows on Saturdays here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, before we go today, just want to revisit a, a a note about a Sacramento Bee editorial. I think it was today, and the uh, the op-ed piece started this way. Here was the headline: Some California Republicans won't talk to the Sacramento Bee. What are they afraid of? That was an interesting headline uh, because it begs the question, is it because they're afraid of or they don't really care to have their thoughts in the Sacramento Bee? Uh, So uh, the Bee was complaining that a couple of political candidates have refused to meet with their uh, editorial board at the Sacramento Bee ahead of the June primary. And they say it's a rejection of the free press by supposed tough guys who seem to fear transparency. It's a shame, but it's not surprising. And they're targeting Sacramento County Sheriff Scott Jones running for Congress, Rockland Councilman Joe Patterson running for State Assembly, and uh, they also take to task Assemblyman Kevin Kiley, who's uh, running against Scott Jones, by the way. And apparently all three of them have declined uh, to meet with the Sacramento Bee editorial board. And so this article, it's by Marcos Breton, uh, says Jones and Patterson seem to make the calculation that it's politically advantageous to duck on the record meetings with the Bee opinion journalists because like-minded voters would dig that sort of thing. Uh, They say Jones is all about pandering and gaslighting. Let me ask you something here. If you really were concerned and you really wanted candidates to come and meet with your with your editorial board would you put in print that they're pandering and gaslighting i'm i'm thinking that maybe the op-ed piece here is not being very honest i'm thinking maybe they don't really care that the republicans aren't uh, aren't aren't coming to their editorial meeting uh, apparently, uh, Jones said, uh, he wouldn't meet with them, um, and later posted a letter on Twitter, quote, where his cop-out might read as a pandering plea for campaign contributions. Well, again, if, if you're insulting the candidates, you gotta be kidding me. I mean, it's, why would they come and meet with your editorial board? And then they say that Kevin Kiley's, quote, surrogate did the same in an email the same day. Quote, Hannah Holzer and Jack Ullman have been extremely unprofessional in their, uh, well, this is uh, Kiley's response. Hannah Holzer and Jack 
Ullman have been extremely unprofessional in their vitriolic attacks on Kevin Kiley and his Placer County constituents, and we see no utility in participating in a political ambush masquerading as an editorial board meeting. All right, so Kylie was kind of put it, uh, he put a rat right back on him, uh, sounds like to me. And then uh, the the end of this op-ed piece with the Sacramento Bee said, the charade being performed by Jones, Patterson, and Kylie is not unique to Sacramento. Uh, the Republican National Committee announced last week that Republican candidates would no longer participate in debates hosted by the Commission on Presidential Debates. And so anyway, uh, it ends by saying, despite all this, the door is still open. After the Sacramento Bee has insulted these people, called them names, etc., they say, what are they afraid of? We want to talk to them. What are they afraid of? I don't think that's the question. I think the, the Bee basically is, by its approach to this, showing why these Republican candidates don't want to meet with them. Because the die is already cast. What what do you think? Is is the B being professional here in terms of its journalistic outlook? Or is the B being very partisan and not really being honest about feigning hurt about these Republican candidates not meeting with their editorial board? What do you think? Got a few minutes left today. 209-551-3483. You ever met with an editorial board of a newspaper? I have. Uh, quite a, uh, Probably once or twice during the past 25 years that I've, I've been here. Now, there, there was a time with the Modesto Bee where they had some really good editors, I, I thought. And uh, I can't, I think I was meeting with the editorial board regarding advancing vibrant communities, I think. Yeah, explaining what, this was in the early days, explaining what we do and, and why we do it. And they were very professional and very courteous, and they appeared to listen. And for many years, we had a very good relationship with the, with the Modesto Bee. In fact, over the years, they, they wrote a couple of very good articles. Uh, they talked about some of our volunteers going out and, and building uh, wheelchair ramps for uh, veterans and, and one woman that uh, had gone through uh, the hurricane in, in Louisiana and was displaced and had to come to Modesto because I think she had some connections here. But she came here with nothing, hardly, but the clothing on her back. And so she was trying to make her way here. And in advancing vibrant communities, our volunteers were able to provide her not only with a, um, a wheelchair ramp, which she needed very, very much in order to get in and out of her little home there, but also some of the other things that she needed to make a, a new home here after the hurricane destroyed everything that she had in, uh, in Louisiana. And so I, it, it shows you it can happen. Good relationship between a, a, a hometown newspaper and the community that it serves. Uh, the Sacro, Sacramento Bee here, I think, got hurt. They got their feelings hurt. And so they, in, in, instead of saying, well, 
you know, these Republicans, all they needed to say was the Republicans, these Republicans have yet to accept our invitation to meet with our editorial board and the, and the uh, invitation is still open. Instead, there's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, uh, at least nine or ten paragraphs basically taking them to task. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, was, this, was this genuine? Was it not? Our time's running a little short here on the Mike Douglas Show today, but I'll, I'll just uh, offer a, an opinion. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm looking at the content, I'm looking at the rhetoric, and I'm thinking if the bee was really interested, uh, they, um, they wouldn't have taken that approach. We got uh, maybe a minute left. Let's go quickly to Dennis. Hey, Dennis, what's on your mind today? I can't believe that you're act- asking seriously <laughs> if the McClatchy newspapers <laughs> in any way ever try to be anything but ultra biased and have been that way for a long time. I was born in Modesto. I grew up in Modesto and the area and they are like most, most news papers or news organizations, a complete joke. They don't, they don't call themselves reporters because they aren't reporters. They're editorial editorial editors all the time they're constantly giving you opinion even when they're reporting the news worthless that's what the modesto b the fresno b and the sacramento b are all right dennis you you got the last word on the mike douglas show today we're heading into the weekend dennis have a great weekend appreciate your call thank you for listening today i will see you on monday at three o'clock here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.